Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. It's good to always get together around God's Word. And you know, we've been doing this series on uh, baptism by fire. How many of you have enjoyed that? Praise God. Isn't that good stuff? I tell you, there's been a really neat presence of the Lord here the last couple of Sundays, especially. And uh, I know several of you got uh, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit and praise God. And uh, it's uh, it's just uh, and it's just good to see and watch what God is doing in your lives. And you know, we're growing together. Do you know it's fun to learn and grow, isn't it? It's fun to learn and grow. Praise God. It's, it's fun, fun to get, get into God's, God's Word and, and get, get the revelation of it, praise God. Because, because I've said it many times before, you've heard me say, when that revelation comes, when that wisdom, that, that, that knowledge comes and wisdom, it causes us to walk on a new level. It causes us to walk where we hadn't walked before. How many of you want to go up higher with Him? Amen. Praise God. Well, how do we do that? Well, we learn of Him. We learn uh, the ways of the Lord. We learn the ways of the Spirit. We spend time in His Word. And His Word takes us to a new level, praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, God will get you to places. He'll take you places and He'll do things in your life that you would never get there any other way but through a relationship with Him and spending the time in His presence. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. He wants us up higher. He wants to take us higher. He wants to take us further in our lives. Now, sometimes along the way, how many of you know, there's things that uh, we uh, have to lay down. They're, uh, like, for instance, uh, wrong teaching. You ever been there before? Did you ever come into it and have some wrong uh, ideas and some wrong things? I knew growing up, you know, I, my mom taught me some things that... Uh, that later on in life, I learned that that really wasn't scriptural. But you know what? The good part about it is she did it too, praise God. And so we both got free together. But it caused us to go higher with him. It caused us to walk a new life. Thank God that we don't have to walk in, in, uh, in uh, outside the, quote, will of God, outside of his word. Uh, thank God we don't have to walk in sickness. Thank God we don't have to walk in poverty, praise God. He paid for all those things for us, aren't you thankful? Amen. Well, turn your Bibles to Acts, if you would, please. We're just going to start there. How many of you know Acts is a pretty good book? Amen. Acts has got some pretty good stuff in it. You know, we talked about how that, uh, if you'll notice in the beginning of a lot of your books, right under Acts, it says the Acts of what? The Apostles. But how many of you know... That's really not true. It's really the acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles, praise God. Amen. They couldn't have done what they did without the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, guess what? Let that be a lesson to us today. We can't get to where we need to go. We can't get things done like we need to do without the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. Jesus said, I'm going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to leave you a helper, praise God. A comforter, a helper, a standby, an advocate, much, much more. He is anything that we need help with here on this earth. Aren't you thankful we're not alone, praise God. Now, I know the enemy will come along and, and, and manipulate feelings sometimes. And sometimes we might feel like we're alone, the only one around. But how many of you know he's always there? He's always there to help and to strengthen and to speak to our lives. I've heard people say, well, you know, I don't hear God speaking to me. Well, you know what? It's not God's fault. It's not the Holy Spirit. He's speaking all the time, praise God. So it's a matter of learning to listen, learning to hear his voice. He said that what? Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Hallelujah. And a stranger they will not follow. Well, how do you begin to know the voice of the good shepherd? You spend the time with him. Right? You spend the time. How many of you, to this day, your children might be uh, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, and how many of you, to this day, uh, those children, you don't recognize their voice? Anyone? No? Can you pick a little Johnny or Susie out of a crowd of people? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, I, I see your mama, mama shaking, shaking your head. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, why, why, why is that? that? Now, now, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. If you, you holler to one, one of them, especially use their middle name, name, you know, that always works, right? How, how, how many, many of your children, children recognize mama's, mama's voice or daddy's, daddy's voice? voice? Yeah? Yeah? yeah. Well, why is that, that the case? case? There's, there's, there's been, been some time spent together, together isn't there? Hallelujah. So, so you know, know what? It, it, uh, let, let me just say this. It's, it's very easy to hear the voice of the Lord. It's very easy. It should be natural to us to hear the voice of the Lord. But, but you, know, you know, if we, we just listen to the voices of the world around us continually, you know, sometimes if we're not careful, we get to know those voices better than the voice of our Father. Come on now. I know, I'm going meddling, praise God, but that's okay. All right, have you got that yet? Hallelujah. Look at chapter 1. And let's begin, let's jump here in uh, verse 8. You know, you know, the, the good, good stuff, stuff, the red words of Jesus in red, the hot sauce, we call it. Amen. But ye shall receive power. Everybody say power. We've been talking about that power, haven't we? How, many, how much that the enemy has, uh, has uh, put the emphasis on tongues. Oh, one of them tongue talkers all speaking in tongues and to get the, get the emphasis off the power. How many, How many of you know, know that the, the tongues is an outward sign of an inward filling? And, and we, we need that, that power on the inside to live our lives, right? You shall receive power when, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. Everybody say witnesses. Unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost parts of the earth. And we talked about this a little bit. He said this power, this this power is going to come on you. It's going to come in you, praise God. And it's going to change your life so drastically that you can't be quiet, praise God. It's going to drastically make such a big influence on your life that your neighbors are going to know about it. The people down your block are going to know about it, praise God. The people in the next block over are going to know about it. Those people in, in your city are going to know about it and beyond, praise God. That's the power, amen. Hallelujah. Well, how many of you know that if you're a very timid and shy kind of person, that takes a real work on the inside? Hallelujah. But one thing we'll find out, and we're going to touch on it a little bit, one of the attributes of when they got filled with the Holy Ghost was the boldness that came on them. How many of you are not as timid and shy as you used to after you got filled with the Holy Ghost? Praise God. Amen. It made a change, didn't it? Glory to God. And guess what? It'll continue to change us. And so God wants to change us. You know, I, sometimes I even see people, you know, just kind of rebelling against, oh, you know, I shouldn't be that way. Well, who says? He says he wants to make us witnesses, cause us to be witnesses, praise God. And this, and this word, word witnesses, witnesses right here isn't just with our speaking, has to do with our, uh, what we do, with our body language, praise God. God. Amen. And, and because why? We've been called here to be a light in this world. Right? And, 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 and you know, especially if you're one way and, and then all of a sudden uh, the, this power begins to uh, work in you, praise God, begins to change things in your life and in your household and things around you, people take notice. Did you take notice of somebody? Oh, yeah, there's one of those fanatics, but then pretty soon you play around the creek back long enough and you just slipped in. Right? Hallelujah. <laughs> you got to be one of them, praise God. Well, you know, God wants to, uh, he wants to fill us with his power to the point that, that the world around us sees and they want what we've got. I mean, you know, we can go up to them and say, Brother, let me tell you something. I'm a born-again Christian. And, uh, you know, God's really helped me in my life. And, you know, I'd like you to have what i got. Oh, you do? <laughs> Boy, Boy, brother, you, you need, need some help. help. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, 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 if you see, you watch my life, if you begin to see God moving and working in my life, all of a sudden you say, you know, I want some of that. Right? And 
especially if you walk in defeat and in, in, in misery in your life. And, and I, I tell, tell you what, when the Spirit of God, and you, you begin, begin to sin on somebody's life, you say, oh, isn't that good? But I could never have that. Now, the enemy will say that. He'll lie to you. But you know what? My God tells me that he's a good God, praise God, and he's no respecter of persons. Aren't you thankful for that? Hallelujah. Now, now let's, 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 let's go forward just a, a little bit here, here in chapter 2. And so did they do that? Did they gather in the upper room? And then did they get filled with power? Yeah, yeah. Now, now uh, let's, look at, let's, let's look at chapter 2, uh, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost is fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled, everybody say filled. Now, now remember, we're talking about some power here. It's not a little dabble, do you? It's, you know, our God is always a God of more than enough, praise God. He's a big God, isn't he? I said he's God of more than enough. You hear words like abundance, overflow, increase, mighty, above and beyond, praise God, when you're talking about God. Right? And it says in verse 3, And there appeared out of them cloven tongues, and that word cloven is the word divided, you know, divided tongues, like as a fire, and it set up on each one of them. How many of you ever watched fire when you build a fire and made it outside and begins to flame up? Have you ever seen how all of a sudden all of these shoots just take off? Well, so this is what they saw. They didn't know, but how many of you know they didn't only hear something, but they saw something. And, 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 and some of the sages even talks about the smell, that there was a smell that day um, that uh, those that have, have got, uh, you know, given their life to the Lord know about what happened in this. They've done the research and they find out that, you know, that there was a, well, where do you, how many of you heard of the Rose of Sharon? Yeah, there's, a, there's that, uh, that aroma that's our praises to God is the Bible says is a sweet-smelling savor unto him. Well, I guess, guess what? There, there was some praising going on in that room. There was a fragrance in that room, I can guarantee you. So not only did they see something, hear something, smell something, feel something, and there was something on their tongues. You ever think about this? Their senses, their five physical senses, was touched that day. I, and I think that's one reason that it, the Holy Ghost, when somebody gets filled with the Holy Ghost, it's so powerful because it affects, it, it, it goes across everything in the natural, and, and it begins to, whoa, it's a, this is a brand new experience. Amen? Okay, let's, let's go on because there's someplace I want to get here with this. Hallelujah. Um and, and so they, they, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit, capital S or little s. So it denotes what? The Holy Spirit, right? Gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men. You know, we read through this a couple of times already in this series. I want you to jump down to uh, verse uh, 17. Uh, let's start at verse 16. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel when we went there last week, Joel chapter 2, remember that? And it shall come to pass, that in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my headmates I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they, and they shall prophesy. I'll show wonders in the heavens above, signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke, and the sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon to blood, before the great notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be saved. We found out last week that that was pretty awesome that Joel talked about people being saved back there. He was looking forward, praise God. He saw that in this day the people's lives would be transformed by, by his spirit, by, by uh, not just being born again, but through the work of the Holy Spirit. All right? And then, uh, uh, and so, so let's just take just a minute here. And we 
we see that this experience in itself was just pretty awesome. Here they were gathered in the upper room, and this power began to pour out be poured, poured out in such a manner that the people was just, just matter of fact, they said, uh, uh, even there, they said, uh, uh, are these men drunken, as you suppose? He said, no, it's but the third hour of the day. What's happening here? I mean, we see that it, it poured out of that room into the streets, and it, I mean, there was, there was a mayhem going in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it wasn't quiet. There, there was, was some power being poured out, and, and it, it was touching people's lives. It was transforming people's lives to the extent that all of a sudden now we have a whole book in the New Testament that's written after this power that was poured out. Hallelujah. We go all through, we find out all these thousands of people now coming to the Lord because they're witnessing this great power and demonstration in the church. The church is alive, praise God. The church now has such power being poured out. It begins to vibrate. It begins to I mean, thrive. It begins to come to the forefront like never before. Well, guess who we're a part of? The church. Everybody say the church. Hallelujah. And so that power, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're filled with that power, that same power that was poured out in that day dwells on the inside of you. And I, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. So, do you, do you see in this passage here, where these were in the upper room, do you see any timidness in there? You would actually just quite go the opposite, wouldn't you? Because they're, they're even thinking there's demonstrations, bodily demonstrations, things that's happening out there. You know, probably laughter, joy was poured out in there. The, the fruit of the Spirit, it was all people loving it. Oh, glory to God. People looking at this and said, uh, I, I, I know that guy. I live beside him. Uh, that's not like the guy I know. <laughs> Does your, your neighbor, neighbor saying the same, same thing, thing about you? Glory to God. Amen. Well, you, you know, I just got to be a little quiet. Somebody might hear me. Well, glory. How, how, how much how many of you know God wants the people to hear us? No, I'm not talking about being silly, acting silly to be silly. I'm talking about demonstrating the freedom and the goodness of the Lord like it was shown that day in the book of Acts. Hallelujah. That's, That's what God, God wants to do in our life. Now, what, 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 what will the enemy try to do? He'll try to come along and oppress and depress and bring all of his pressure, press, press our family with him to try to press down. Oh, something comes along, bad report. Oh, comes along. But see, what happens, we get our eyes off of the power that's on the inside. When we begin to realize we bless God and begin to stir ourselves up in Him, glory to God, we get on top of that thing. Now, all of us sometimes have things that come along and will try to get us down, but the important thing is that we don't, we, 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 we don't, we don't stay there. We get out of that, praise God. Amen. Because He will do that. Some of you that have, have lost uh, dear loved ones and whatnot, you, 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 and we've all experienced grief of some sort. But I'm telling you what, the enemy will try to prolong that, and he'll try to put that in there and try to make that be a part of our lives if we let him. But how many of you know the Bible says joy comes in the morning, glory to God. Amen. And so if he says that, then what do we need to do? We need to expect that and say, no, I'm just not going to give in to that because there's a power on the inside of me greater than what's trying to keep me down, glory to God. Hallelujah. So there was a little bit of boldness that day, wouldn't you say? There were some things happening because all these people began to hear them speak in these languages. They, they begin to hear some stuff. stuff. They, they begin to hear some things different than what they had heard before. We just, uh, you know, uh, Pastor Nance and I both just went to Israel this year. And did, did you guys go into the upper room when you were there? You did? 
but, but we, we know, know it wasn't, wasn't the original upper room. room. And uh, so we didn't make a big to-do out of it because we knew that wasn't really the place there. But uh, it, it sure lets you connect and know that in the land of Israel, uh, this took place, and there was great power poured out, and, and, and here we are, all these thousands of miles away, and we got power right here. We got, we got power, power right, right here. here. Everybody put, put your hand, hand on, your, on your belly, belly right there. That's, That's on, on the inside. You got, got power right here, praise God. Right on, on the inside. Hallelujah. He's, He's on, on the inside. inside. Everybody say, he is on the inside of me. I take him with me everywhere I go. I'm never alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's good, good to know, know that, that, isn't it? Because like, like I said, feelings will come. Yeah, yeah we, we talked talk about feelings. They come, but they can go, too. Hallelujah. And, and so he does live on the inside. So now I want you to look at something. We see this, this power gets demonstrated. Let's, let's go to, uh, oh, well, before we do that, uh, turn to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew, or chapter 3, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 3. Hallelujah. And, and let's look, look at verse 11. We're going to look at verse 11 and 12. I'm going to read this out of the New King James. You can read it whatever translation you got. Matthew 3, 11 and 12. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Now we know this was John talking about John. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. Uh, who's he talking about here? Jesus. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and, what's that next word? Fire. Everybody say fire. Why didn't he just say, well, he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit? With the Holy Spirit. Because he wants us to know that there's a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Fire will catch other things on fire. It'll do a lot of things. Fire in the right hands can do a lot of things, will accomplish a lot of things. It's a demonstration of the power. Now, we can talk about power all we want, but if there's no demonstration of that power, let me share a little something with you. I shared this at a men's conference down in, in, in Colorado here a while back. I was, years ago, I went to a, uh, an air show. I used to go to a lot of them. And uh, there was a jet car there. Anybody ever seen a jet car? Um, and there was a jet car there. This is one of the biggest ones that had been made. It was still um, in use. They had this jet car at the end of the runway. It had this turbine engine in it. It sat at the end of the runway. And they had this twin strike commander aircraft come in, and he was coming in a dive, so I don't know, he was probably well in excess of 300 mile an hour, maybe 350, something like that. And making a dive towards that jet car, and just as he went to go over the jet car, a jet car kicked the afterburners off. When he kicked them afterburners in, I was probably... Every bit of a half a mile away from this, I'm telling you, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I could feel the ground that I was standing on begin to shake. I mean, my clothes begin to vibrate. And that was almost a half a mile away. And I'm telling you, that car shot out of there, praise God, and before it got halfway down the end of the runway, it passed that strike commander. I don't know how fast he's going, but I'll bet you he was getting up close to 800 mile an hour. Now, I took some power to do that. That power accomplished something. When he ignited that fuel in there, that thing took off, praise God, there was a demonstration of that power that was available. You could not only see, and this was the funny part about it, is, well, I guess it's just a normal thing, because after it took off, here's all these fire trucks come. Well, guess what? It lit the grass on fire at the end of the runway. 
Because the flame was just sticking out the back of that thing. I don't know how many It was a long ways. There was some power demonstrated that day. I can still feel that to this day. It made such an imprint in me. I still remember the hair standing up on the back of my neck. It wasn't just seeing something, but it was beholding it. And folks, I'm telling you, when that power begins to work and be active in our lives, I'm telling you, it imprints in us, and we know we're never going to be the same again until we live in that power, praise God. And sometimes we need the fire that's associated with that power to take care of some things and maybe to burn some things out. One thing I begin to see as as I begin to look at this is I begin to see that one one, one of the reasons of this purpose of this power, when these people got filled with the Holy Ghost that day, it began to burn some things out. It begins to change the very personality, the very life, the very nature of things. And so that timidity that was in there, I believe, began to be burned up in some other things, and boldness began to rise to the top, praise God, because they had experienced something they never experienced before, praise God. Hallelujah. And so, this fire that happened when they got filled with the Holy Ghost that day, and now that they experienced here in this, was 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 a manifestation, was something that was so powerful that it was going to affect things and people. Hallelujah. Which it should be still doing, doing the same, same thing, thing today, today right? right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Let's, 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 let's keep, keep going. going. Praise, Praise God. God. He says, I baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing, uh, uh, threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with a quenchable fire. So we see fire mentioned at numerous times, different times in Scripture, talking about taking care of burning things out. How many of you know, you know, we got, you know, building our cabin up here, uh, up on the mountain, and uh, there's a lot of trash. How many of you know when you build something, you get a lot of trash, a lot of, a lot of short pieces of boards and stuff you can't use. And so we had numerous fires up there. To burn them. Why did we burn them in fires? Because we really didn't want to carry them down off the mountain, right? So we burn them. Well, what happens to it when it's burned? Does it condense a lot? Majorly, doesn't it? You might have a big old, and, 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 and there's something else we did too. We had a lot of these slice piles. Up. I don't know. One day, I know, I think we burned 15 or 17. Another day, about the same. Big old slice piles. Matter of fact, we had to throw snow on them occasionally to keep them from getting out of hand. It gets tall. It burned them, big old piles everywhere, and then when we get done, there's just a little bit of ashes down on the bottom. Hallelujah. It does. It consumes it, doesn't it? How many of you know God wants to turn the fire up in our lives to, 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 to begin to burn those things out that we don't need? And that, and that we, we don't, don't like in our lives. Now, he'll, he'll do it if he has our permission to do it. And that's, that's one of the great works of the Holy Spirit to help us in that. He, he, he's, he's our helper, right? Everybody say helper. He's, he's our helper. He wants to help us in life. He wants to help us get to where we need to go or to where we need to be. And sometimes there's things that's holding us back, and we just need, to, we just need those removed out of our life. Fire is a great eraser. Hallelujah. Amen. But now we have to be willing for that to happen, to take place. But when that fire takes place, there's some power that's associated with it. You know, as we was burning these slice piles up there on the property, you know, there might not have been any, it might have been just as calm, hardly no wind at all. And then all of a sudden, as the fire began to grow, get bigger, what happened? It began to create a firestorm. You ever experienced that? A little fire can go a long ways real quick. All of a sudden, the wind starts to blow. Well, it wasn't blowing before, but it is now. Because there's a wind with that fire, praise God. Hallelujah. I said, there's a wind with that fire, glory to God. 
and there was the power being demonstrated. And that's what the Spirit of God wants to do in our lives. He wants to pour himself out in a way that we've never seen before, begin to purge some of that stuff that needs to be purged out of there, and take us to a level that we've never been before. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go to the next one. Let's go. Uh, well, I'm going to read this out of the Message Bible. Matthew 3, 11 and 12. He says, I'm baptizing you here in the river. Jesus, or uh, uh, John's saying this, turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama compared to him, I'm a mere stagehand. This character will ignite the kingdom life within you, a fire within you, the Holy Spirit within you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, praise God. Make a clean sweep of your lives. He'll place everything true to his proper place before God. Everything false, he'll put it out with the trash to be burned. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Praise God. Hallelujah. So I tell you, there's some... There's some now, it may not be pleasant at the moment. Come on. But I tell you, when it's all said and done, it's good to be clean, isn't it? It's good to have a clean slate. We get, we get all, all that trash and all those slag piles, piles burn up. All of a sudden it's like, oh, that, that looks so nice now. Our lives begin to take on a different look. And so we need to let him. But I'm telling you, with the Holy Spirit, there is a, with this power, there's a fire that God wants to demonstrate in our lives. Praise God. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, if you would, please. I'm going to read this out of the New King James. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And we're going to start reading here in verse 9. It says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, each one's work will become clear for the day. We'll declare it because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work, which he has built on it, endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yet so, as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So here we see, if you go back to, uh, to verse um, 12, um, it, here where it says, Now if anyone builds on the foundation gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, I like that in my Bible I put a little mark, a little distinction between the stones and the wood. So how many of you know fire affects different things differently? Fire affects the, uh, uh, the, the uh, gold, silver, and precious stones different than wood, hay, and stubble. Wood, hay, and stubble, what do you got left when you get done? Just a bunch of ashes. What do you have, especially in, 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 in uh, gold, silver, precious stones? What happens when fire is applied to that? It begins to change, begins to be purified, doesn't it? There's a good thing that happens. So he's relating this to things in our lives, categories, some different categories of things that's in our lives. Do they fall under the category of the, of the uh, wood, hay, and stubble? You know, we can be really... Really excited about our life and our accomplishments in life. And boy, they're just like a bill, like an emphasis, emphasis out. They're big. Everybody can see them. Look how great they are. Until the fire is put to it. Uh, 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 what happens? But what about the gold, silver, precious stones and the fire is put to it? It just becomes more beautiful, praise God. And so in our lives, there's things sometimes that need to be taken care of. 
sometimes there's things about the, the, that holds us back regardless of what, whatever it is in our life that begins to hold us back. God wants to take us to a new level. He wants to take us higher, but we've got to be willing to allow the fire of the Holy Ghost to begin to burn in our lives. Let him have freedom to do what he wants to do. Amen. I said, I said, let, let him have, have the freedom to do what he wants to do in our lives. Now, now to me, and, and, and one, one reason I'm going this way, I, I know I've shared this account many times, but uh, it just even, even if you're tired of hearing it, I want to hear it again. We, we preachers, we like to hear ourselves preach, you know. <laughs> uh, the story about how that when I first went to Ramah, how timid and shy that I was. And, and that, uh, remember, my, my pastor, Pastor Lee Morgan, the first time that he asked me to minister on a Wednesday night church, uh, I said yes before I could say no. I said yes because I knew that there was a call of God on my life. But if I would have given it any time at all, I would have said absolutely not because uh, I'm just I'm too quiet, too shy, too backwards. I could not do this. You know, I just I hated being around people. I just, I just couldn't, I just, just couldn't, you know, it was like, give me a hole to go crawl under. Now, as I said before, especially if a, a girl would have come up and talked to me, boy, I mean, oh, man, I'm done. I mean, you know, just find me a rock, shove me under. But, but how can those gifts work under that oppression, so to speak? What, what the Spirit of God, God wanted to do, they, they couldn't. There had to be a work that was done in my life. I had to be willing for that work. And I, it would have been really easy for my nature to say no and just stay away from it. No, no I'm just not, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. And here, um, uh, 40 some years later, I would be the same way. But, the work began when I, I told you the story, when I went back home to Olas, a little town just south of there in the ways. That's where I lived. I went that night after church, after he'd asked me. I went out, and the railroad tracks behind my house, and I walked those railroad tracks, praying in the Holy Ghost all night. I walked all the way up to what's called the German Corner. That's, I don't know, seven, eight miles. All the way back, when I came back, got back, the sun was coming up the next morning. I'd been out all night. And it was pretty chilly out that night. It was in the wintertime, and I was sweating. But I was praying through something. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. He was working on the inside of me, burning that spirit of timidity out because it was getting in the way of what the Spirit of God wanted to do in my life. Even though that was the plan of God for my life, was to preach the gospel, to, to proclaim, my flesh didn't want it because I hadn't been raised that way. I had been raised away from society a lot, back in our farm, back in the middle of nowhere up in Ohio. And so I had to do something with this flesh. And when I did that, it began to change things. And I remember the first time that I, I preached. Oh, I stuttered and stammered around quite a bit. And I made it through. And then it wasn't very long, he asked me again. I'm so thankful. Pastors, listen to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And, and he asked me again. And, uh, and I said yes. And it was a little easier. And it just kept getting a little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little bit easier. And because I'm on a journey. And the Holy Ghost is helping me. Boldness is beginning to come up on the inside of me. It was, it was there the whole time, time but I had to let it, let it have free course. Amen. And, and now, you know, I've made, made this statement before because it's, it's the truth. truth. My, My most comfortable place, where before it was, it was a place that I shied away from so much, and now is in front of people. That, my friend, is the work of the Holy Ghost. Because I could not do it without it. So if you're here today and you're thinking, you know, there's things, timidity has held me back. I'm telling you, there's power. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, there's a power on the inside of you that will catapult you out of that, but you've got to cooperate with it. 
Amen. And if you're not filled, just ask that he'll fill you, praise God. Amen. Aren't you thankful for his power? Aren't you thankful, praise God? All right. Now, let's go to another verse real quick. We'll wrap this up here pretty quick. Hebrews chapter 1. This is out of the New King James, verse 7. Hallelujah. Hebrews 1, 7 says this, And then the angels, he says, Who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? I'm telling you, God wants to make us a flame of fire. But if the fire's not in, it's not going to be coming out of us. Praise God. Amen. And, and as we stir ourselves up in him, I'm telling you, that's what, what comes out is him, not us, not flesh. Proverbs 28.1 says this, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. How many righteous people do we have here today? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, in closing, let's turn over to, uh, let's go over to uh, uh, chapter uh, um, let's go over to chapter 4 uh, in Acts, and let's look at verse 13. And now when they did what? What's the word there? Saul. See that? Uh, it's 4.13. Acts 4.13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. How do you see boldness? It's actions, isn't it? It's demonstrations, right? So, uh, yeah. And, and when, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were, they were, un, uh, that they were uh, unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with who? With Jesus. Association with Jesus, praise God, people will know because they'll see some boldness on the inside. So I ask you today, how much time are you spending with Jesus? And we'll, we'll go, go on from there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, now, now let's, let's go over just a little bit. Uh, let's, let's look at uh, verse, uh, let's just jump in. We don't, we don't have time to get into the whole account. Verse 29. Verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all what? Boldness they may speak thy word. Let's keep reading. By stretching forth thy hand to heal, the signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. <laughs> well, you know, I just got to be timid about it. No, boldness because there was a fire burning on the inside of them, praise God. Aren't you thankful? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Um, well, we can go on to some other things. I think we're just going to uh, wrap this up here. So what am I saying about this? So this series is Baptism by Fire, right? So we know we've been talking about the power of the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And this fire, this demonstration, I want, sometimes we think about the Holy Spirit, this, you know, and he, we know that he's a gentleman. But he'll begin to do some work on the inside of us that only takes the fire of the Holy Spirit to do. And not only does it begin to burn things out on the inside, it begins to cause boldness to rise up on the inside. So I want to challenge you here today, regardless of your background, where you come from, or where you've been, that God wants to cause you to be a witness for him that's beyond your natural feelings or your senses in your life. And it's real easy to want to succumb and say, well, that's just who I am. And I've said that, I've, I've made this comment before, and sometimes I don't have a lot of leniency because it's like I know in my own life the way things were and what I, that I had a, 
a part to play in that to see that that gets changed. Because I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with being timid. I wasn't happy with not being that witness that God wanted me to be. I wasn't happy about not being comfortable around people. But I'm telling you, when God does the work in you, it begins to change everything about you. Hallelujah. Because God wants us to be a witness. Now, when he says here in this verse, what I just read about, that he'll cause his ministers to be a flame of fire, you say, well, I'm not a minister. I beg to differ with you. We're all been made ministers of reconciliation. We all minister to other people. You might be minister to your neighbor. You're still a minister. And so, being a minister for him, we can, uh, by just allowing the Holy Spirit to have his work in us, can begin to stir, let him stir on the inside and cause that, that power to flow and begin to do what he needs to do with us. So I want to encourage you in your life, regardless of where you're at. You may have got filled with the Holy Ghost many, many years ago. Or it might just be recently. But like Paul says, he said, I thank my God I pray in tongues more than you all. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you can't OD on praying in tongues. That's a, that's a good take. Amen. You just can't do it. Praise God. Well, let me try. Well, go for it. Praise God. Amen. And I'll tell you what, what will happen is it'll just stir up on the inside, and man, you'd be a much happier person to be around you and I. You don't like yourself, you look in the mirror, you don't like yourself, just start praying in the Spirit for a while, praise God. You'll get happy. Amen. I said you'll get happy, praise God. God wants us to be that witness to Him. He wants to do great things in us. But I'm telling you, God wants that boldness to come out on the inside. Bold as a lion, praise God. The lion of the tribe of Judah lives on the inside, and he wants to do some roaring on the inside of us, praise God. Amen. That's why he said we can do all things through him who strengthens us. There's nothing impossible with him, right? Because he's in us. We're not alone. The greater one dwells in us, praise God. Let's all stand our feet, praise God. I said the greater one dwells on the inside of us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, God always wants us to grow. He wants us to excel. He always wants to go to a higher place. I love it when I'm stretched because I don't like to stay the same. I, I, it's really the flesh wants to stay the same. It doesn't like to change. And so we've got to be willing. I like to hang around people that that, that, that always stretch me and pull me and, and want more. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Don't hang around people that's going to be pulling you down. I mean, hang around people that's going to encourage your faith, praise God. Amen. Pull you to a higher place. God wants us all to go higher with Him. He's got so much more. So much more. I said so much more, praise God. He wants to do. Hallelujah. Well, let's, let's just give him the freedom to do it, shall we? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's just worship the Lord just for a Father, we just thank you for your peace. We just thank you for your peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just sat for somebody here this morning, and you've just, you just been feeling discouraged. And I'm telling you, it's just a devil. You know, I'm coming against our feelings. God wants us to prosper emotionally as well as feelings. But I just, we just come against that thing right now in the name of Jesus. That oppression that, that, that might be holding you back or holding you down. You go in Jesus' name. You don't have a place to stay. You go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We've talked about this before. Look, look up at me. different today. You have different feelings today than you had yesterday. Guess what? You'll have different feelings tomorrow than what you have today. You cannot depend on what you're God's word never changes. And you've got to get into the word of God. Get your rock. Get your anchor. 
today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.